072-702-1702. 20 minutes after 9 o'clock. I'm going to be having a panel discussion between uh, myself and two other guests. Uh, Mr. Stanford Mazindu, a spokesperson for the United Association of South Africa, who've come out to say that uh, these South Africa must start to prepare workers for the fourth industrial revolution or bear the consequences. But I'm also joined by Arjun Kusal, who's co-founder and chief technology officer at Kandua.com. Uh, and he's saying that perhaps we shouldn't be so afraid of the uh, fourth industrial revolution. And I'm interested to understand from your perspective, uh, within the context of the conversation that I'm trying to stimulate tonight to say, are we having objective conversations about our economy uh, that are going to provide us with the kinds of solutions that are not ideologically skewed, that are going to provide us with solutions, that are going to provide us with the um, elegant yeah, solutions that are required by an economy with so much complexity in it. I'm interested to hear your thoughts about that. But the fundamental question in this particular conversation is, what is the industrial revolution, fourth industrial revolution? How does it affect you? And are you ready for it? It's 21 minutes after 9 o'clock. And let me start with Mr. Stanford Majindu, a spokesperson for the United Association of South Africa. And then we'll get Arjun Kusal from Kandua.com uh, uh, to join us in the conversation. Stanford, thank you very much, sir, for joining us. I really appreciate your time. Uh, thank you very much for having me on the show. Much appreciated. So, the fourth industrial revolution, what is it? Is it a fad? What does this mean? What was the third industrial revolution? What was the second one? What was the first? I think we need to understand that the fourth industrial revolution started a long time ago. Yeah. So we should not be afraid of the changes we're seeing now. For example, if you use Uber or Taxify, you are part of the fourth industrial revolution because the services sector that was created by the fourth industrial revolution is making it easier for you to go home or move about. So the fourth industrial revolution itself is not as scary as we we make it sound. What we are just focusing on as a trade union in the interest of protecting jobs is that we need to make sure we educate our employees and our members out there so that when changes do start happening at their workplace, they are better prepared and can be upskilled to the next level instead of losing jobs. Well, uh, today, or yeah, we've just heard uh, recently that, uh, for example, Standard Bank closed, what, 104 branches, um, that uh, VW is closing uh, some, um, some of their businesses. I would imagine as a, sta- as a trade union, Stanford, you would be sympathetic to the workers of those organizations who are scared of the very idea of the fourth in- industrial revolution because it has... Uh, it's not an intellectual conversation for them. It is a bread and butter situation that's eating at what they are eating. That is correct. That is correct. Uh, the issue with Standard Bank is very, very concerning because we use a factor of 10 per person. So we say one employed person's salary supports 10 people. Precisely. So essentially, we are not looking at only the 1,600 people they mentioned. We're looking at much more than that. And the ripple effect then will be felt across many homes in South Africa. So the standard bank issue is very concerning. And we, we've actually written an article regarding that as well to find out if 
is it possible then for Standard Bank to start assimilating those employees into the other structures of the bank? ABSA, SMB, and NetBank between 2016 and 2017, they managed to close collectively about 173 branches, but it never made news because they were able to absorb the sort of lower reliance employee staff into the organization. But now with Standard Bank, it seems they're just cutting off the ties and then they're moving on. And that is a point of concern. So I would imagine that those that work for Standard Bank who've been affected by this fourth industrial revolution phenomenon in this particular way would be scared of the fourth industrial revolution. They would not be looking at it lightly. All right, let's take uh, uh, Arjun um, Kusal, who is a co-founder and chief technology officer at Kandua.com. Arjun, thank you very much for joining us. Volkswagen's main car brand said it will cut as many as 4,000 general and administrative jobs in Germany, fewer than previously indicated, yeah, while adding at least 2,000 IT positions over the next four years and extending a job guarantee until 2029. I suppose this is what Stanford is talking about, that while there is going to be some negative effect that comes as a result of this technological leap uh, something can be done which is what you argue in your uh, article Arjun go ahead yeah no definitely uh, and great to be on the show Ari. Um so uh, you know the 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 the, the thrust of my article was that it's not so much a revolution as it is a reshuffling mm. um, so the landscape is certainly changing the tools that we have access to um, is certainly of a different breed. And so the people that and the ways in which we use those tools is, is of course, also um, necessarily going to change. Um, so, I mean, kind of, we see two broad themes, really, that, um, you know, some jobs are going to be affected negatively and others will be, um, you know, strengthened. But whatever happens, that's all in service to providing better products and better services to, to people and um, also to capacitate them uh, and to uh, actually, in, in that way, improve the, the pie and uh, improve the whole state of the economy. So, you know, um, by making it cheaper for you to get to A to B via Uber, um, how many jobs does that even create as a, as a consequence because people can now move around freely and spend less of their money on transport? So, um, yeah. It's, I, it's, it's, I will argue, Arjun. I will argue, Arjun, that on the best of days, our education system, right up to tertiary level, mm-hmm. barring perhaps a few uh, empirical sort of subjects in, uh, in our tertiary level education, is not equipped and not equipping our students, our learners, to have the right mindset for the, what you call the shuffle that is uh, upon us. Um, that what we are essentially producing are people that um, that see themselves as tools rather than the drivers of how those tools should be functioning. Would you agree? Yeah, 100%. I mean, that sounds uh, exactly spot on. I think, you know, we all, I mean, as students, as, as, you know, people um, in schools, but also, you know, as, as professionals um, and members of, working members of the economy, we all need to just be agile. You know, we need to be ready to redefine uh, how we see ourselves and the kinds of work we do. Um, and I think that agility starts certainly at, at a school level. Are we, are, are we prepared? Are we, I mean, uh, I'm not sure. Uh, Stanford, let me go back to Stanford. Uh, you said that you were working on a factor of 10 per employee that's going to lose their job at, uh, 
at Standard Bank with all of those branches that are going to be closed. What of them now? What's going to happen? I'm sure they've received their letters of severance or whatever the uh, term is these days. And um, they are not in the mindset that is ready to be nimble and and agile and all of those wonderful things. Uh, They haven't been prepared to take up new opportunities. Uh, The economy is contracted by 3.2%. We've had a 9 cent increase in, in petrol overnight. Uh, what of those people? What is it that the fourth industrial revolution is uh, is is giving them uh, by way of some form of remedial um, remedial action? It's it's a difficult one, Obi, because we're talking here about adults. These are people that have gone through the educational process, like you mentioned, and then this fourth industrial revolution has caught up with them, and now they don't have the we can call them necessary skills that would then be required to move them into the next chapter of their employment. What now happens is, I was just reading an article about it now, that the labor union that deals with uh, people in the banking sector called Hasbro have been negotiating with Standard Bank to find out uh, possibly how best they could minimize the losses that are going to come through from this reshuffling that's happening with Standard Bank. And also, they've been negotiating some sizable and above sort of industry normal packages for people that will be affected by this. But then, at the same time, money runs out, and there needs to be a solution to what's coming through. And we are still, like, we're waiting for for the president, because if you remember, firstly, when he was doing the job summit, he announced that there's going to be a committee that's going to deal with the fourth industrial revolution and how to deal with the people that have been affected by it. We are still waiting for word from the president and the government itself as to how best can we deal with this because it's not only going to be Standard Bank. It's going to move out into motor manufacturing. Maybe we'll see it in agriculture. We'll see it in production. So right now it's, it's, it's a difficult question which doesn't have a straightforward answer. Stanford, and and that's why I'm saying that uh, a lot of people are justified in being afraid because, as you say, um, the people don't understand what this is about and how it's going to work. Uh, And most mostly our thought leaders about this are not simplifying and demystifying this matter in such a way that we all are able to understand our part in this industrial fourth industrial um, revolution. Arjun, let me bring you in as far as that one is concerned. I'm suggesting, and I'm putting it to you, that we are in a crisis of jargon here, uh, that we are not necessarily brought into the conversation as the larger portion of, pop- of, of the population into what this actually means for us. We are either given a tweet by the minister of... Um, of uh, finance who says, uh, you know, go and get some breakfast and uh, tweets all sorts of tweets about food and all sorts of nice things. Uh, but the reality faced by the people, particularly of um, um, uh, of Standard Bank, is that they are in a serious crisis. And all I'm hearing at the moment is jargon. I'll give you an example. Uh, it's a youth day. He says, I don't know, sorry, I'm, I'm looking at the the tweets that have come through. This person says, for example... That, uh, uh, no, where is the tweet? This is, uh, yeah, Aubrey, I'm yet to understand the hype around the fourth industrial revolution. It's all big words, Nje, and that's from Tombe and Tlem Now, 
I suppose what I'm appealing for, Arjun, is how do we demystify, de-elitize the conversation around the fourth industrial revolution so that the people on the ground, and, uh, and unfortunately we have the example at this point, the people who work for Standard Bank understand their place and how to react to it. Yeah, no, I mean, that's a really, it's a really tough question. Uh, and, and, you know, I, I mean, I'm, I'm deeply sympathetic towards the, the uncomfortable, um, rough place that a lot of these people have been thrust into. And, and certainly, you know, no amount of jargon or, or, or tweets about Brexit is going to, you know, do anything for, for those people. Um, and, I mean, I, I think in, in, in that instance, to be honest, you know, I, I can't give you any, any easy answers. Um, what, what I can say is that, um, you know, uh, Generally, everyone, you know, uh, including including the people who have been retrenched and, and everyone who's, um, you know, being vigilant about uh, their place in the economy, um, you know, should always go out of their way to try and upskill themselves um, in ways that perhaps are not necessarily as traditional as the ones that we're accustomed to. You know, you don't have to learn a skill at a university. Yeah. Um, you can learn a whole, whole lot online. Um, and so, yeah, we should be we should, we should be taking advantage. But, of, but, but that's of obviously kinds. that's obviously for somebody who's already au fait, comfortable, uh, not intimidated by a mouse. You know, because I mean, we still have people who think that a mouse is something that you should be putting on your screen, like me. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Just, so, so you, you're talking already of a sector of the economy that is well versed in the very tools of the fourth industrial revolution, when in fact our population is made up of people that aren't. Yes, some people will argue that uh, you know we've got uh, the biggest penetration of cell phones uh, and cell phone usage in the African continent, and that is part of the um, fourth industrial revolution. My argument is that. We are not giving the population, which must drive this economy, the understanding that is required as to what their role is in the equation between technology, the tools of technology, and themselves as individuals. That conversation is not emerging. Yeah, no, sure. I mean, uh, it's, it's, it's a tricky one, you know, and I think, uh, you know, for, for people who are, who are out on the luck like that, I think... You know, um, the, 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 those of us who, who are in a better position should, you know, be rushing out in support um, because, you know, it, it's, it's, you know, that's how civil society works. We, we, we cover each other, we protect each other. Yep. Um, and, you know, the people who are, who are suffering from the fourth industrial revolution, uh, on the other end of the spectrum, you get people who are benefiting. And so, you know, we need to, we need to basically make sure that that, that displacement isn't, isn't felt as harshly as it might be. Stanford Mazindu, the last question for you is, how do we do exactly what Arjun is suggesting? In other words, how do we have a conversation that starts to bring the people of this country who are, frankly, the drivers of this economy, many of whom are your constituency, who are not au fait with computers and uh, the tools of the fourth industrial revolution and are finding themselves as victims of this reality that's unfolding right before their eyes that they are completely completely uh, powerless to really drive and push and therefore become uh, i don't know become holden to people such as yourself uh, as uh, unions uh, th- th- they they become completely dependent on you guys when you yourselves as unions haven't yet developed the kind of narrative that makes them understand what is this thing and how they should operate within it. 
I think the best thing we can say now is we we had Mike Schusler, uh, one of our economists who worked on the South African Employment Report, say to us, we need to focus on reskilling the people that we have. So, for example, if you have a rock driller in a mine, you must not just be a rock driller in a mine, but you also need to know how to operate and fix and work on the machine that is currently on. So that if an advanced machine, piece of machinery comes in, that's going to take his job away from him. He still is in a position where he can service that machine or there needs to be somebody who operates that particular piece of equipment. So we are, as a union, we are focusing on how do we best get our people to be multi-skilled. So you're not only doing one job, one function, but your job also constitutes certain things. Like if you look at software developers these days, they also have a bit of networking with them. They have a bit of hacking, and they sort of generally cover most of what you would need in IT instead of just focusing on one part. Arjun, your company, um, Kandua.com, is a company that many uh, see as one that is at the cutting edge of technological development. Do you consider yourself an, uh, a fourth industrial revolution-friendly company for your workers? Yeah, 100%. I mean, uh, we are pretty much obsessed with using the, the main fruits of the fourth industrial revolution, which are uh, uh, data and technology, to create job opportunities. Um, so, yeah, I mean, our, our, our mission is to take that technology and shorten the distance between someone having a skill and then making a living from it. So, so that's really why we exist and, and what we do. I want to thank you both very much, gentlemen, for joining us in this uh, very short uh, panel discussion. And I'm hoping that it has started... Uh, a conversation, a question in the, the people's minds as we try to find ways of speaking about our economy and things such as the fourth industrial revolution in ways that are relevant to them. I think uh, that sometimes we do get involved in uh, a whole lot of hyped up jargon that nobody really understands. So I thank you very much for joining us. Stanford Mazindu, spokesperson for the United Association of South Africa. Thank you, sir. Thank you very much. And Arjun Kusal, co-founder and chief technology officer at Kandua.com. Thank you, sir. Oh, it's been a pleasure. Thanks. Much appreciated. Let's take a break. When we come back, we open up the lines.